Welcome to the Neon Noise Podcast, your home for learning ways to attract more traffic to your website, generate more leads, convert more leads into customers, and build stronger relationships with your customers. And now, your hosts, Justin Johnson and Ken Franzen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Neon Noise Podcast, where we decode marketing and sales topics to help you attract more visitors, generate more leads, and close more customers. Ken, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, Justin. How about yourself? I am doing pretty well. Uh, I thought we would talk a little bit about, um, well, value propositions today. There's many businesses out there and many reasons to choose who exactly you do business with. I think a lot of the websites that I visit, they really don't speak to exactly why I should do business with them or more importantly, why, um, why should I choose them over their competition? So... Today, I think that uh, a good conversation would be around creating a solid value proposition for your business. What do you think of that? I like it. And it's it's so important uh, when we look at how hard we work to get a visitor to our website, they they kind of open that door. When they visit the website, it's kind of like opening the door and looking inside the, the building. And, and you know, What do I do next? Does this look like a store I want to shop in? Does this look like a place that can help me with right. what I need? And if it doesn't, then they're going to say, I'm not going to walk around the <laughs> store yeah, for a while and check. You know, I can kind of get the feeling that this I'm not in the right place. Mm-hmm. And your website can do the same thing. And so a value proposition can can address that that issue because the fact is there's usually countless options that that a consumer has to choose from when they're trying to find a solution to the problem they have yeah just a a simple search on the internet i'll prove this you know search google for for your core products and services and you're going to see plenty plenty Mm -hmm. plenty of options that that a potential customer of yours could choose from now Mm -hmm. sure some of these options they're going to offer solutions that you know are a substandard of what you provide they're not to the par they're they're a cheap inversion or they're not as quality or whatever that that might be as to, to compare to your solution the product or service that you provide uh, but some of them are some of them are just as good some of them aren't, might even right. be better and you have a price advantage um but if you had the option to speak to that person, if you could pop through in a really creepy way, I guess it's kind of weird if you're, you could pop through the computer monitor and be like, Hey, Hey, let's, let's talk to you about <laughs> some, some of the, uh, the things that matter most to you and, you know, uh, trying to guide them through that, that process that you normally go to on the phone or in person when you actually had some back and forth right. to help them understand the value you bring and the the differences you have between the other options out there Mm -hmm. um so that's what this value proposition is going to help them do is help them understand quickly um but we normally you know we don't get that option so we we want to have this quick concise uh statement right when they get to our website so that they know that they're home that they're the right you know because we only get yeah, we only get seconds to gain their attention and their trust. So Correct. this opportunity we have, you know, with this traffic, we they come in our front door, they're going to peek. Um, right. We don't want to lose that because they, they can't connect. They can't quickly identify. 
Sure. Um, they can't see the compelling reason to continue learning about what it is your business can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when this happens, they, they likely move on to another option, another uh, one of uh, the results in the search engines or the sure. other person that, you know, your cousin Eddie referred you to. And so let's. But all these you know, are, are little things that could be corrected relatively easily. Super easy. And, and yeah. really, this is one of these those small little little adjustments that has a gigantic impact. And so, yeah. um, but, you know, creating a value proposition, this isn't one of those, uh, you know, one and done type you know, forever type things. You want to put some time into this process, but you don't want to let it get dust. You want to kind of keep coming back and revisit it and make yeah. sure it still applies. So reach out um, to your customers and see what, you know, adjustments you need to make based off of that. Yeah. I mean, to see how well it resonates and sure. everything else. That nature. So Yeah. Why don't we tell everybody the definition of a value proposition in case you don't know a value proposition is a positioning of value you bring to the table. It explains how you can solve the customer's problem and it clearly states the benefits. It tells the customer why they should buy from you and not one of your competitors. So, um, you know, what, what are some different things that, your value propositions, it should answer. So the value proposition you create, it really should address some of the following questions. It should address what is the product or service that you are selling. It should address the key benefit of your product or service, what it provides. Uh, It should address who your target buyer persona is. Who who exactly are you selling to? Mm -hmm. And then it also should touch on what makes you different from your competitors? What makes you the reason or what is the reason they should choose you over Mm -hmm. the other options available? Right. So a value proposition is something that is, is read and it, and it should be understood instantly. It uh, isn't long and complex or, or, uh, something that's challenging to comprehend. We're talking about more like headlines and stuff along those lines, right? Or yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So all right, all right. you can, there's different uh, schools of thought on the composition of, but I, I like to try to keep it down to three simple items here. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a, maybe an optional fourth being a CTA, but the top item that you should be looking at is a headline. Your headline should be a short sentence that grabs attention and it's going to mm-hmm. key in on one of the main benefits that's provided. And we're going to get into some examples of cool. some some companies you all recognize, uh, we're looking at their value propositions in a, here in a minute. So maybe that uh, this will it'll tell help tie all this together. Uh, the second component is a subheadline, and this is a more descriptive sentence or two, and it, it, it's it's a little bit more detail uh, that tells how your product benefits. You know what what exactly it does or how it does it, and in exactly who it does help. Um, in, in also, you would insert uh, some sort of uh, competitive advantage here, and and that's mm-hmm. that's the uh, the fun part is 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 wordsmithing this to uh, to accommodate all the headlines. Got to have uh, a punch to it. It's got to yeah. have a. Uh, it doesn't make have to be bold and make it pop, <laughs> but it it needs to be short. I mean, I'm talking a handful of words here. I'm not. Uh, we're not looking yeah. at. Uh, uh, 
a, a long sentence. Uh, we're, we're talking about a headline, like a newspaper mm-hmm. headline that's going to grab that attention. And then this, the sub headline is going to kind of tie it together on uh keen and more on that benefit and the, the competitive advantage and, and who it is that you're, you're serving. And then the third component is a visual in your website. Most of the time you're going to have some type of imagery that, that you're using and a strong visual, a compelling image that supports your statement is going to help out tremendously. I mean, a lot of times we get to a site, we look and we see an image. We're like, wow, that's cool. That's the first thing you look at Mm. or that kind of sucks or that's uninteresting (laughs) or that doesn't grab my attention. So right. This visual can be of the product or service that you're providing or it could be of maybe a person similar to that target buyer persona you're after experiencing the benefit that your product or service provides either or, or it could be abstract and it'd be a gobbledygook of awesomeness. That's something that you really love. And in, in testing, you find that it is go out and get yourself a gobbledygook of awesomeness. There you go. There, uh, hey. So where do I play? Where do I place the gobbledygook of awesomeness? Is this something that I want to put uh, on the top of the website, middle website, bottom of the website? Where should I put all this? This should be at the top of your homepage. Okay. Above the fold. First thing that they see when they come to your page before they begin scrolling on your doorstep, right on the doors. I mean, this is the sign that's on the front door. Boom. They open it. This is what they see right away. And, uh, that's, that's what the purpose of it is. It it needs to grab the attention instantly. Let your site visitor know you are in the right spot and we Mm -hmm. have the tools to solve the problems that you're having. Mm So, Let's awesome. jump in. Let's jump into some, what some examples. Some, what are some examples? Yeah. Do we have some examples that we can talk about? Yes. Um, I have a couple here that I want to go through. Um, some of these are companies that we've talked, we, we spoke of before on previous podcasts. Some of them okay. are companies you'll be very familiar with. Some of them you'll never heard of maybe. I'm not quite sure, but these are some examples I want to go through and we can talk about a little bit what the company does and how this applies. But the first okay. one on my list is Stripe. And so... For those of you that don't know, Stripe is, uh, I'm going to say, newer company out there that mm-hmm. uh, allows, uh, provides a payment platform so you can accept credit cards on your website. Yeah. And originally, they were, uh, um, they had a value proposition of uh, payment payment processing solution for developers, or I can't remember what mm-hmm. exactly that was. It's changed since in mm-hmm. in. Their big thing was is uh, merchant account, connecting merchant accounts and gateways and everything else used to be this goofy complex system. And there's PCI compliance and other other BS that mm-hmm. developers really it don't. Be difficult. Want extremely, to. extremely difficult. Yeah, it's still. I mean, those solutions. Still I mean, just it, it was it was difficult, but it was more cumbersome than it needed to yeah, be. And so exactly. Stripe acknowledged this mm-hmm. and made a more streamlined, simple solution. It just made it easy. Mm-hmm. And so their value proposition goes as follows. The headline is the new standard in online payments. Their description or subheadline: Stripe is the best software platform for running an internet business. We handle billions of dollars every year 
for forward-thinking businesses around the world. It's great. And in that, they have two contact, uh, or excuse me, two CTA buttons. They have a create account or contact sales. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this for a quick second. The new standard in online payments. They basically are saying that we are, we are it. different and above the norm that you, you've been so used to. All right. Mm-hmm. And then in their subheadline, Stripe is the best software platform for running an internet business. They, they basically put a flag in the ground and state, we are the best <laughs> option it. you have. There's no consideration. Now they add credibility stating we handle billions of dollars every year. So that means that we're not new. We've been around for a while and we know yeah. what the hell we're doing. Awesome. And they're offering it for forward thinking businesses around the world. So we are offering this for the target market, the buyer persona that's looking for ways to do things better. Yeah. Not those that are stuck in the rut because they're going to be the, the ones that deal with the traditional models of, of merchant accounts and in using a gateway and mm-hmm. the, 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 the more complex mousetrap that that stripe is was built to combat so right. i love this this is that really is awesome. powerful it has a lot of impact so and then create account you can either create an account and get started or you can contact sales contact and say sales. hey i'd like to learn a little bit more before i get that account going so yeah um next item teamwork you've heard us talk about teamwork before it's the project management platform we use to run the goldfish and there's is fun because there's is animated. I'm checking these out as you're telling me these. No, 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 absolutely. Check them out. And everyone else will uh, include links to all these in the show notes so that you can go through and, and check them all out. Yeah, as well. that is cool. I like how, uh, how the animation changes for exactly who it's for. Yes. So their, their yeah, headline is business management apps for, and then it moves. Enterprise. It looks like a, an animation marketing of a cursor teams. typing. Yep. And it's marketing team, software team, support team. teams. And so what they're basically saying is they have That's business cool. management apps for all different types of teams. And then they're really kind of connecting with each one of those different types of buyer personas by yeah. using animation to display them. And so their subheadline that they have, or the, the description that goes along with it is, uh, three three simple short statements. Streamline your processes, connect with your customers, collaborate with your team. And so they're stating three distinct benefits that yeah. you're going to experience using their software. Now, they didn't really have a, a CTA right there next to that that value proposition no, right there at the head. It's, it's more, it, they don't, but it's... I, uh, I, would, I would personally like to see that. I would uh, have a sign up. Right there, something along those lines. Or the, or I think the trial, maybe something mm-hmm. along those lines. Right there, yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Exactly. So, um, the uh, but I but I love the animation and and it it serves up multiple buyer personas in yeah, that really single cool. footprint. So, good yep. stuff. Uh, next, I have Mailchimp, and we've spoke about Mailchimp before. Mailchimp's an email marketing. A platform where you can uh, send emails out to your lists and uh, do a variety of different functions um, coupled with email to your your audience they're they're real simple and they're i like the simplicity simple. <laughs> send better works, email though. yep so their their headline is send better email sell more stuff 
in sign up free <laughs> in sign up free is their their cta button so that's awesome. they've they don't have the the sub headline they just basically said we're going to smack you in the face and you can sign up for free there's no more questions they didn't overcomplicate a very simplistic setup right they're just yeah. saying this is pretty simple you're gonna send better email and sell more stuff let's get started you know what yeah, other really cool what other options do we have FreshBooks. For those that you that don't know what FreshBooks is, it's kind of like QuickBooks, but not so complex. So FreshBooks was uh, is a platform that that we've used for a long time for all of our invoicing and uh, great platform. Love it a lot. They've went through a couple different iterations, and um, they initially, I think, uh, when they came out, they were really targeted on the buyer persona for freelancers those of us with smaller businesses where we didn't have a bookkeeper and we hated accounting because it required numbers i still hate accounting but um it doesn't right so it was just a really simple solution that wasn't quickbooks i didn't have to go through these these different levers and buttons and all this craziness to um to send and get paid on send out invoices to get paid on my work so uh fresh books their headline, small business accounting software that makes billing painless. Their subheadline, the all new FreshBooks is accounting software that makes running your small business easy, fast, and secure. Spend less time on accounting and more time doing the work you love. I love that. Then they have a, a CTA get started free button. And then next to that, which I particularly like a lot is they have 90%, 97% of small business owners recommend fresh books. I wonder why they had that so small on here. I well, would make that larger. I think I agree. And um, here's, here's a couple things. The small business accounting software that makes billing painless. Love that headline. Yeah, that's awesome. I would, and, and again, this is just preference, but uh, the all new fresh books is accounting software that makes running your small business easy, fast, and secure. Now, I like that it's the all-new FreshBooks because it tells me that they are continually revamping yeah. and making the, 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 the solution better. Sure. Um, it's already been identified as accounting software, but so be it. That's fine. Um, and it runs your small business easy, fast, and secure. Those are three things that, that matter big to time a business to owner. I might, I might make that a little bit more of a concise, less of a statement, or, or make that more compact. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do like the most is spend less time on accounting and more time doing the work you love. That matters the most to me because yep. n- unless you're an accountant, you don't want to spend time doing accounting. There's, uh-huh. there's, 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 there's you nothing. You almost eliminate that first sentence completely. Almost altogether. And I, I mean, agree with you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to spend, I want to spend less time on accounting and doing <laughs> more time on the things that I love. Right. I mean, that's yes. just it. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and I agree with you. I think the 97% of small business owners recommend yeah. fresh books. That's got power that has impact. And, and it's so small on here. It for is kind of small, reason. hard to read, but it's there though. I like the fact that it's there. Could it be more prominent? Yeah. Absolutely. So fresh books, I think is good. They have a great value proposition. Um, they just yeah, have a little bit cool. more of a lengthy one than I think that I prefer, but again, yeah. preference and, they're smart folks over there, so I'm sure they have rhyme to their reason. Right. Um, next is Salesforce. I think most people listening to 
our ramblings. I've heard of Salesforce. Um, they are a CRM software solution that uh, has expanded into the marketing world and they do a variety of different things now. But mm-hmm. they have also a very simplistic approach. Their headline, sell, service, and market smarter with the world's number one CRM solution. CTAs are two buttons side by side, watch demo or free trial. So I'm but a that fan converts of this really well. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> if you're looking, if you're looking at this, you know, you're like, okay, you sell service and market smarter. And it it's with the world's number one CRM solution. So they're just defining they are the best. Yeah. Um, in that you can take this CRM solution and not only sell with it, which I think CRMs are often associated with uh, salespeople or being used by salespeople, but also you can use it to service your customers from a customer service standpoint, where I think CRMs mm-hmm. are often underutilized. Yeah. And then additionally, well, they can market to They can market to it. And so Salesforce now offers some marketing solutions. So they're they're saying that you can take a big portion of your business and management, you manage it using this uh this this piece of software. And uh boom, short, sweet to the point. I love it. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Now you've all heard of us talk about HubSpot. Uh we we use HubSpot here at Neon Goldfish and uh for many of our clients. Um, so I thought that it would, uh, it, it would be great to include them here on our list. So HubSpot, their value proposition goes as so the headline generate leads, close deals and manage your pipeline with the HubSpot growth stack. The subheadline with HubSpot's marketing sales and CRM software, you can grow like a company twice your size while connecting like a real human being. Then they have a CTA button, get started, and next to it, free versions of every HubSpot product. Start now and upgrade as you grow. All right, so HubSpot has a lot here. They got a lot going on. They do, but I think I'm... That's effective, though. It is. Here's what I like. Generate leads, close deals, and manage your pipeline um, with the HubSpot growth stack. I love the fact for generate leads, close deals and manage my pipeline. Those things all matter. Do I, do I need I to know what the HubSpot growth stack now? Not yet. Probably not. No, I think that, you know, it's, it's cool. The growth stack intrigues me. Uh, what is what a is growth that? stack? Yeah. Um, not quite sure. So, so maybe that's the the point there, um, mm-hmm. but it does hit on the three things um, of what it does. The, the key benefits is it's going to generate leads. It's going to close deals. And it's going to help me manage my pipeline. Now, in the description, I like this description. It is powerful. And so with HubSpot's marketing, sales, and CRM software. So much like the previous example with Salesforce, this software offers uh, a three-prong approach here. And uh, so marketing, and and HubSpot was a marketing-first platform, where Salesforce was a CRM-first platform. So they kind of of flip-flopped. Yeah, they, they, they approach their models. They have similar models these days, but they approach them from different angles. Right. So one could argue, you know, that, and you'll hear this argument often, that HubSpot does the marketing much, much, much better. Salesforce does the CRM much, much, much better. It, it boils down to really preference. I think that uh, 
they're, they're yeah. not going to argue. We won't get into that debate of HubSpot versus <laughs> Salesforce right now. But uh, back to the, the sub-headline for HubSpot. With HubSpot's marketing, sales, and CRM software, you can grow like a company twice your size while connecting like a real human being. I love this because what it's yeah, stating awesome. here is you can be more efficient and grow. Everyone and most companies want to grow. Most companies are finding looking for ways that they can scale quickly in a controlled fashion. And so they're stating here that the software is going to help you do that. Now, what I love, though, is because consumers are continually changing in the way that we approach and work with them is also changing. And so connecting with them, they want to be connected to like a real human being. They want to be talked to. They want to be not say, hey, we have options one, two, and three, and A, B, and C. Choose what you can afford. No, they, they mm-hmm. want to say, okay, Bob, tell me more about your problems. And that's that's this approach. That's just this, this angle, and that's the, the mentality behind HubSpot. So 100%. I love I love yeah. this this setup. Now, here's what I really like is it get started. It's just like don't waste any more time. Get started. <laughs> Free versions of every HubSpot product. Okay. I can start using this without pulling out my wallet. That's fantastic. In right. It's scalable. Start now and upgrade as you grow. So I can give this a shot. This is better than a demo or a trial because there's no definitive timelines. You know, there are boundaries to how much of the software I get to use for free. Sure. There's probably limitations to what you're going to be able to do. However. Well, absolutely. They're in the business of making money, and there's reasons why the paid version is is worth the money that you would pay them. Yeah, absolutely. But, you can start now and then upgrade as you grow or as you find it to be more useful. I mean, could you imagine being like, well, there's this cool car. You know, I, I can drive it. I can drive it to the mailbox and back for free. Sweet. And if I want to take it to the store, I got to kind of pay for it a little bit. Well, that'd be pretty cool. Right. That would be awesome. man. Ferrari. If you ever looking for a new angle to take, that's one and I'll be your test market. Okay. You're going to have all kinds of uh, drag strips down to your mailbox. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll be uh, 45 miles in the car. I'll be on the third set of tires. Fun it. stuff. All right. Last I have on my list is Evernote. We've talked about Evernote. I think we covered that as one of the apps we can't live yeah. without. And so theirs is awesome. This is probably one of my favorites. Their headline, Remember Everything. And then their subheadline: inspiration strikes anywhere. Evernote lets you capture, nurture, and share your ideas across any device. I love that. That's and it's that's awesome. Boom! <laughs> this is this is like all right. Remember everything because I'm I forget everything exactly. <laughs> I forget everything. So I don't plug it in. I it just gives me peace of mind knowing that all right. I have that stored somewhere that I can easily retrieve, and it's yeah. so true. Inspiration strikes anywhere. I hate when I have an idea that I know that I had and now I cannot remember it. Yeah. It's, it's as bad. It's, it's, it's probably worse. The only thing I can think of that's even comparable is when you call someone and say, I forgot what I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> call you later, which is, an, which is annoying. Cause you just wasted someone else's time. <laughs> right. So inspiration strikes anywhere. And the, the Evernote lets you capture, nurture and share your ideas across any device you are able to make a note on your laptop and then retrieve it on your smartphone and then edit it on your tablet. And so this provides inspiration, inspiration strikes anywhere. Great. I'm in the car and 
Um, you shouldn't do this where you drive. So there's a horrible example, but you know, you come up with an idea, maybe you make a voice note or something and you save it and never know. Boom. Perfect. Yeah. Now, one of the things I really like and no one else did here that they're doing is they have a sign up form right in their value props, right on the homepage, right there. They have an email password, sign up for free. They're not taking you to another page, another step, no cool. more sales. It's just, let's get started guys. And let's, let's move forward with this. So very cool. Look at the show notes for links to all those different examples. Take a peek at them yourself mm-hmm. and uh, shoot us some feedback on what you think or what's your favorites or any others that uh, you might, any other examples out there you might find that you think are, are great examples. Yeah, of, those are awesome like examples. No, I like uh, those. All, all really cool examples. And uh, so I, I guess what, are, what, what would be the next steps on, on exactly how to start creating your your value proposition nope that would that, obviously that's a question i would like great let's get cut to the chase what is uh what can we do, what here? do so do next this is an exercise that that it's going to take a little bit of time and i encourage you to brainstorm get get your team involved get get uh, uh if you don't have a team get some people that you like love and trust involved that would be good uh mm-hmm. helpers in this exercise and come up with several options and you know you can refine these down into a singular value proposition that that you know you can you can start off with and keep in mind because whenever we work this exercise with clients and i ask them to start thinking of ideas they really start talking about themselves and not really having the the customer should be the customer the buyer what they care about, what's going to matter most, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, you do want to stay, you know, if, you know, we're, we're the best option, like, that's great. But what's Why? the benefit that <laughs> it's going to provide? Why? So, right. all right. So step one kind of plays into that. Know who you are targeting, um, developing your buyer persona is paramount in this process to creating an effective value propositions. We have to have clarity on the problems that the customers we want to attract are having in order to even begin connecting with them. So sure. develop that buyer persona, know who we're, we're targeting. Step two, identify the most pressing itch that you can scratch for them. What's the biggest mm-hmm. problem they have you can solve. And think about how that problem impacts their lives and what solving this problem will do for them. Next step, write your headline. Create a short sentence that clearly states what your product does and how it solves the customer's most pressing problem. Jot down maybe three or four different headlines and, and kind of see what resonates best. You, you, it goes back to the brainstorming idea. Of, um, don't really try to, you're not going to nail it on the first try. So the best thing to do is just start writing words on paper and try piecing this together. And, you know, I said a pretty, I said almost a contradiction, write a short sentence. And then I told you how your product solves the customer's most pressing problem. You might simply look at this and say, I can't do both of those. Can I can't make it a short sentence and complete my thought? No, and you you likely might be one of those companies that end up with a longer headline and that's okay, but do what you can to trim as much fat off that headline as you, as you possibly, as much as you're able, make it as concise, make it impact. And that's where 
maybe getting a couple different uh, people to look at it and say, hey, look at this. How's another way I could say this? What's another way I could word yeah. this? What, which well, one you do you expand like? expand some of that information into your, your sub-headline, too. Nope, exactly. And so that's the next step is, is our sub-headline. And so the sub-headline, this is an expansion of your headline. This is the opportunity there where you can maybe get into some of that detail that mm-hmm. supporting information that's going to help uh, talk a little bit about your benefit and it dives deeper into that benefit. Um, it's going to address who you are, are targeting. Right. And then it's going to leverage any competitive differences that the customer can quickly notice. Um, it, it's it's going to identify those differentiating factors that, that you might have. Step five, find yourself a supporting visual. You're going to want to make a visual connection with the customer that's going to tie that headline and subheadline in with their problem. With their problem, excuse me. The visual, it it should be professional and it should have, let's for lack of better terms, a dramatic impact. It's, it yeah. needs to help tell your story and further drive home the value that you're presenting to help solve their problem. Absolutely. And then step six. This isn't one of the, th- the three components I identified earlier. This is that optional item, but include a CTA, include a call to action. Unless your marketing strategy is, is strictly for branding purposes, which not many out there are, except for, you know, McDonald's is one, you know, you can think of for comparison. Mm-hmm. And you don't really need the customer to take a specific ab- action when they come to your website. You're going to want to tell them exactly what they what need to do, do next that. when they get to your website. So, the CTA, the call to action does just that. It tells the customer the <clears throat> next step that they need to take after reading your value proposition yeah. and determining, are they in the right spot? Do they want to continue? Because not everyone hits your value proposition, be like, oh, that's great. That's me. No, mm-hmm. it's meant to weed out those that aren't your target buyer persona. The phone calls you don't want to get, the people that are going to be True. kicking the tires. You know, if <laughs> you are a premium home builder, don't... Uh, you want to tell them right off the bat, if you're a cheap wad that uh, doesn't want to pay for <laughs> a premium lost. home, you know, if you're looking for don't the cheapest you know, home on the planet, then, then please don't waste our uh, my right. time and your time. I mean, that's... Uh, exactly. So... That that CTA, yeah, let's, it's, it's you know, that it could be a button, it could be text, it can be whatever, but uh, some of the examples... Well, all of the examples that you gave, um, I think Every one of them, except for one, had a CTA to tie to the value right. prop. So, so, so yeah, I'd, I'd definitely include one. Like I said, it's, it'd be a rarity not to. Um, and and what what did we see? We saw that a lot of times there was more than one CTA yeah. that was present. There was a, two options. And so what does that serve? That serves two different stages of the, of the buyer's journey. You know, are they... Uh, are they top of funnel? Are they middle funnel? Or are they bottom of funnel? If they're a bottom funnel, like get started now. And if they're middle of funnel, maybe like hey, check out yeah. a demo. Yeah. Watch some videos and learn more about it before you buy now. So, and then the last step of this entire po- process, I mentioned this earlier, continue to refine. So this is like a one and done. I've done this and now I never have to touch it again. Um, Go back revisit to- your value proposition on a continual basis and see where you can refine it to improve it, to make it better. Um, you can play with some different variations of your headline, the subheadlines. You know, maybe the visual could could be played with a little bit and see what type of impact that has. Um, yeah. You'll 
you'll be able to look at your conversions, you know, the website traffic coming to your page and, uh, where they progress through and how many are, you know, clicking on your CTAs, how many are turning into customers. Um, but yeah, don't leave it stagnant. This is, this is the, this is the fun, I, what, what, the fun Justin part. And I, this is, yeah, Justin, yeah, I, I consider mean, this to be fun. It's like, Hey, how can we, how can we, how can help, we make this better? How can we, you how know. can we help curb the decision-making process? Yeah. Yep. I, I think of these as Jedi mind tricks. You know, these aren't yeah. the droids you're looking for. <laughs> It's the closest I, I can get it. to becoming a Jedi, so we'll see. <laughs> awesome. So I think that that wraps up uh, all the steps for you know how to how to go about creating your value proposition. Um, again, check out the uh, the show notes for the the different examples. There was a lot of a lot of really really good examples in there that you guys can go and take a peek at, and uh, hopefully you all have a a good understanding of exactly you know why to consider uh, changing your value proposition and whatnot based off of our conversation today. Um, I think that that's a wrap for, for everything that we wanted to chat about today. You guys have a great day and uh, we will talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Neon Noise Podcast. Did you enjoy the podcast? If so, please subscribe, share with a friend, or write a review. We want to cover the topics you want to hear. If you have an idea for a topic you'd like Justin and Ken to cover, connect with us on Twitter at Neon Goldfish or through our website at neongoldfish.com.